We're talking hockey. Roldy and Rupp are talking hockey. Come on, Guinos, talking yes. hockey. Stars have to win the division or we are fucked. Hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk. I am your host, Nick Moraldo. It's a beautiful night for talking hockey on the internet. And that sensational sound you just heard is our pal. The pals are north of the border friend. Still. At Baba, Gump- uh, Baba Gumpino. Gumps, how are you? All is well, my friend. Stars are back atop the uh, Division 4 now. Have to hold strong, lads. Stars are sitting pretty. Pens, not so much. We'll get into it. and We will get into it with the third member of our trio here, our resident Game 7 goal-scoring hero, Stanley Cup champion himself, Mike Rupp. Rupper, how you doing? I'm good, boys. I am good. Excited. This is crazy time right now where we got four or five games left for some of these teams. And, hey, I just thought about it when you said it there, Gumps. It's kind of the double – you're rooting all Guinos because – the Guinos have Minnesota tomorrow night, right? Like, so it's good for our whole pod, right? Nick, you're happy. Penguins get a big win, but also maybe knock the Minnesota Wild down, who's their opponent tomorrow. So your fucking stars can wrap up that first place, not have to play Colorado in the first round. That is a little bit serendipitous, isn't it? And yeah. Gumpy, to Gumpy's credit, Gumpy's been on the on the Guinos bandwagon all year. Uh, boy, it's been a tough bandwagon to be on. Uh, and here we are. We find ourselves in that moment, that do or die moment. They dropped that game to the Devils. That was that's tough. But you know, that's that's New Jersey Devils. That's a, tough, the game. That's a tough fucking barn to go in and get. It is, and we gave uh, we gave Fitzy the that's hockey talk bump. Of course, uh, we should have saw that coming, dude. We should have yeah. saw it coming. But should have uh, saw it coming. Fuck. So now. Uh, the Penguins' remaining schedule, I believe, is a combination of the Minnesota tomorrow night. You mentioned then Columbus, Detroit, and I forget the other team. Chicago. But it is, yes, Chicago. Uh, you know, bottom of the barrel teams at this moment. Uh, it's, but those are also the teams they've struggled winning against this year too. Not to mention they've struggled winning against playoff teams. So they're about right where you would think they were, fighting for their lives to make it. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen for. You you just locked them in as a virtual certainty to make the playoffs for sixteen straight years, and now it is. I had I questioned last year. I thought we would be in this situation last year, and last year they went on and had a great season. Obviously, the instant classic was King Louis Domingue uh, in the first round oh, of the yeah. Rangers. This year, it's a tall task just to even get in, and then your reward for getting in as a likely a seed. Oh, yeah, welcome to Boston. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and here's the thing with the Penguins that's kind of been crazy also. It's like they haven't been junk all year, right? Like yeah, we saw that. We talked about that stat before. They were, they were they they started off. They started strong. Yeah. Well, they, they had the first few games. They were Didn't they start bad? Like 0-3, I think, at the first few. And then they went like six in a row. And then it was like they – then they, they lose four in a row. Then they win five in a row. So it's like they – it almost be if they were just bad all year – It'd be, I think, an easier pill to swallow. But, like, they have stretches where they're really good and they look like themselves and they look like they can put together something. But then it's like as soon as they get going, they take two steps back, right? So they've got, like you mentioned, yeah, Minnesota on Thursday. You've got uh, uh, Columbus, Chicago, and Detroit. That's not in order. But those are your last four games. I I think this team has to go three out of four. You got to get six of eight points. If you want to, uh, you have a good shot. I think of getting in with that. If you if you're gonna go five points or four points out of the eight, eh, I don't know, man, because you've got uh, 
Um, this Florida Panthers team, the, the 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 New York Islanders, you're leaving the door open for them. The I only, should know this, but what does what do the schedules look like comparably? Uh, the, I don't. Where do I? Have, I'll, pull up, I have I'll pull up. Pant, I'll pull up Panthers. I do right believe now. the Penguins have the easier schedule. Panthers um, go. Panthers go home to Senators. At Capitals, home to Leafs, home to Hurricanes. Yeah, so the Penguins would definitely have the easier the end of that. The problem is, like, are the who, Leafs who, and Hurricanes? They have not played the Red Wings well all year. Who did you read like, off right there? Because I got it. I got the paper here too. Caps, Sens, Leafs, and Canes. Are the Leafs and Canes need to play for anything? So in that's, the last two games. So that's that's Florida, and then the yeah, Islanders. Yeah. Though the Islanders have. I forgot about the Islanders. The Islanders have Tampa tomorrow coming off the second of a back-to-back tonight that Tampa's got the Rangers. Then they go to UBS tomorrow to play uh, the Islanders. Then they got Philly, Washington, Montreal. So not too hard of a schedule for yeah. the Islanders. So, yeah, man, it's it's there. But here, here's what I think is going to happen. This wild team is going to go out tomorrow night, and that game's in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yep. the game's in Pittsburgh. I'd imagine Flowers is going to play. Mark Andre Fleury is going to play. I have a feeling the Penguins. Book it will, now, Robert. Go in there I have and a book feeling Fleury the Pen- for a shutout right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel differently. I think that the Pens are going to get a big win tomorrow, and then this is what's going to make it even more frustrating potentially. Is they've got three teams, non-playoff teams, that they just got to take care of business, and I'm not too sure they will be able to do that. They but they're going to win the hard one. year. They're going to win the hard one because that's what they do, right? So I, I expect them to take care of business in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Well, you make a good point. Uh, those three teams are almost incentivized to lose because of Connor Bedard being the ultimate prize, especially Columbus with where they're at. But it's also that thing. And, Rupert, I don't know how many bad teams you've been on. I know you've been on some really good ones. I don't know if you've ever been on a really, really bad one. But you don't want to lose. The players don't want to lose. The no. players don't want to tank for Bedard. The players are putting tape out there. We talk about this all the time on Patio when tanking comes up. The players are putting tape out there. They're playing for jobs. They're playing for their livelihood. Yeah. They're playing for their families. They want to put on a great performance, and they want to finish out the year strong. And it's what better way to do that than to knock off the Penguins who have been beating up on you if you're the Columbus Blue Jackets for a couple of years now or if you're the Wings and, you know, it's not quite the rivalry it once was with Atsuk and Zetterberg and everything. But still, uh, they want to make strides and they want to have a they want to be looking forward to next season with a win under their belt. So that's a that's a lot to ask for. And then to flip it over to Gump's side of things in the West. Minnesota, you know, maybe Flower does his old buddies a pal, lets a few slip by. But his <laughs> yeah. boys, you know, he, he and his boys, this is a tight Contest here in the central. You got Colorado with yeah. a game in hand. Then you've got Dallas and Minnesota all tied at 98 points. So, like every point matters to these guys. May, maybe playoffs, maybe or uh, maybe an overtime situation. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Everybody the star, gets a point. The stars can't the stars have to win that division. I think out of all those yeah. teams, they're the one team that has to win it. Because if they win it, then you have the Kings and the Oilers beat the shit out of each other. You have the Wild and the Avalanche beat the shit out of each other. Kraken aren't a step over. That's still a hard series, but I don't think it's as hard as those two. The Stars don't win the division. You play in Colorado. Yeah. Or the Wild. And then if the Wild play the Stars and Colorado gets the Kraken, then everybody's fucked. 
you make a great point. The West, there's still that wiggle room in, in terms of the seeding. And we are, what, six games for most teams, five for some, four for some. The East is pretty much set in terms of who's we're in. pretty certain who's going to play each other with the exception of the wild card that we just talked about. Uh, the West, three team, three top teams in the Central all tied right now. The Pacific is just as gridlocked. Vegas at 104, Edmonton at 101, and L.A. at 100. You know, then Vegas you got Seattle. Seems Winnipeg. to get at least like last night. Vegas loses, but they find a point, right? Yeah, like Vegas always seems to get That's something. What good teams from a do. Game. But yeah. I'm still not sold on them making a run in the playoffs. I'm man. not either. I'm like, not if either. it's if it's, if it's not, hit. don't care. They do this every year. They fucking stink in the playoffs, and they, they never get there. You got Johnny Quinn now. Great deal. <laughs> Fuck, hey. that's great. Good. You, it's good. Renaissance start. Edmonton, if it's not this, like, obviously, I'm a homer. I want it to be the stars. But I truly think that this is the year for Edmonton. Since they made that trade, they're a completely different team, man. They're, it's, a di- it's, not a, it's not so much a different style of hockey, but they're just not getting into those games where they got to score fucking eight goals to win. No, it's true. And Stuart Skinner's been unbelievable. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? Um, it reminds me of when the Penguins traded James Neal to Nashville for Patrick Hornquist. Because Neal yeah. was like the stud 40-goal guy, but it wasn't working, right? It wasn't bringing the team success. They get Hornquist, and you know he's like a 25-30 to 30 goal guy, so you get a little drop-off maybe in the production, but he's scoring different types of goals, and he's bringing a different element, the physicalness going to the front of the net. And I think Ekholm brings that over uh, Barry. Like, Barry was oh, yeah, like yeah. a finesse, like, uh, could move the puck kind of guy. But Ekholm's like, he can do that too, but he's also got a little bit of meanness, a little bit of nastiness, not afraid to use the body or carve you up with the stick a little bit. And he's kind of changed the dynamic of that Oilers team a little bit, I think. And, and when you think about it, this thing I like too is well, we've seen it in recent years when the decors of these teams that go to the finals, they're huge. They're huge. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at what Tampa's done, huge decor, big boys, right? You look at Montreal going, huge decor. Uh, yeah. You can go on and on with, with what Colorado. Colorado last year, really big decor. And so the Oilers, not just that Ekholm's worked out well, they're small. one of their smaller defensemen, Tyson Berry, who's offensively gifted, he's going the other way, and you're bringing in a bigger body. And you look at the back end here, Evan Bouchard, Cody Cece, uh, Matthias Eckholm, uh, Darnell Nurse, you know, Brett Kulak. And then you got uh, that Day Arnay, who's like 6'6". Six, six. I mean, all these guys are like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and higher, right? So uh, it, it's a little it, – uh, they're, they're a team that's, that's in a, sitting in a good spot, man. And uh, it's, it's all up for grabs here. I, I still am pretty bullish. I know Edmonton took care of business against L.A. last night. That's probably going to be a first-round matchup. I think the Kings. That beat sucks. Up. That sucks. Those teams are playing in the first. Yeah, round, but but here, here's the I thing, like Gums. both those teams. Here's the thing, Gums. To go back to the Stars and just the West in general. Huge, game. monstrous game tonight. Monstrous game tonight with Calgary in Winnipeg. Calgary yeah. loses the game last night to Chicago. Oh, oh and three against Chicago on the year. Don't even know how that happened. Black you, you got, you got, no, get you. <laughs> you got no business being in this playoff conversation if that's what you like. That's where it's at. That's where you will miss the playoffs. So they got this monstrous game in Winnipeg. Markstrom's going again. Markstrom's going to go night. again, and that's what you got to do. I feel like in, stars, in, stars did it on the weekend, Rupper. So for Winnipeg, 
if Winnipeg does not get in, the oh. clear-cut number one mm-hmm. best goalie in the Western Conference lies in Dallas. That's why mm-hmm. I think Dallas can surprise them because oh. look across the board. Who's even going to be the guy in Vegas? Who's going? I mean, Stuart Skinner's look good, but are you yeah. really going to are you really going to bet the farm on on Stu Skinner and and Jack Campbell? Or are you going to go to you know L.A. and you got Jonas Corposalo, who he's been good, and Phoenix Copley has been good, but they their track records haven't been right. Like they're not yeah. those types of goalies. I mean, that probably the best team with both goaltenders is Minnesota, um, but you know that, that's where I think things can be really tricky or in a good way. Uh, the Dallas Stars, because Jay Gottinger gets going the right way. It could be lights out. They, he could pave the way to the finals for him. I'll, I'll tell you what, Wedgewall, Wedgewall, Wedgewall being back, I know we joked about it, but I honestly do think that's huge. If we didn't yeah. lose him, man, like there was there's a lot of times where you had to trot Otter, Otter out there where you, you could have maybe sat him. Like Matt Murray played what? Like I think he only played three games this mm-hmm. year when he came in. Like Wedgewall was out for a long fucking time. And he was a sturdy backup before he went down. I'll yeah. tell you what's making uh, Gumpy a little bit nervous, and he hasn't admitted it yet, but Kaprizov skating and getting ready to come back to a wild team, it's already pretty hot and, and, and pretty loaded. And now they add that guy up front, like, Phew. The only yeah. thing oh. with the wild, the only thing with the wild is say they get smacked first or second game. Then you get the fucking goalie controversy stirring yeah. again. I think that's real, man. All that's it like- takes, all it takes, is one spanking, one goalie to get pulled, and you're fu- you're in it again. And everyone's going, "What the fuck do we like?" That was a nightmare for them last year, dude. Uh, boys, it's come that time. Uh, we have a confession to make, and uh, I think it's only right we let the good people in the chat know that we are not live right now. What? <laughs> we bamboozled you. You've been hoodwinked. What? You've been tricked. That's what. This is a pre-recording, uh, and we will be live in a few minutes. But the reason we are recording this early is because our esteemed Stanley Cup champion Mike Rupp is uh, calling the Rangers game tonight on the radio broadcast, which we uh, couldn't be more pumped for him for. They need to give him this gig full time. He's working next to Kenny Albert, pretty legendary broadcaster. And, uh, Rupper, I was asking you right before we started recording this, and I said, you know what, maybe we should save this conversation for on air because I think people would like to know, like, what is it like getting ready, as you're about to do here in a couple of minutes here, uh, what is it like getting ready to call a game as a broadcaster? Like, you, I know you're at the you're at the NHL Network Studios now, you're addressing right now. you're going to go catch a train to MSG, and then, like, what do you do before the game? Do you go over your notes? What are you doing? Are you, are you chatting Grab with any of the guys? Dog, what's the, what's, what, what's the move? So, so here's, here's at least what the way I do it. And, and I, you know, whether it's doing this with you guys, NHL network, doing the XM radio, like I do enough during the week and watch the games where I, I don't want to prep a ton and be like, Oh, uh, blah, blah, blahs run off this many points. Like, that's not me. I want to react on the game, right? This is what's going on here. This is why, you know, uh, they're coming out with two centers on this face off for this purpose. And, and, and so it's more reactionary. I got to know obviously what's going on. And, and I do know that from my other prep work. Right. So I, I don't have to like get in there that early. Uh, generally it's like, so today it's kind of cool here because NHL network studios are in Secaucus, New Jersey. Right. So that's where I'm at right now. Came in here to do this literally five minutes down the road to the train station, hop on the train, go right into MSG. You come up, 
uh, from MSG or from the Penn Station in MSG, and you're you're in there, right? And you go up to and up top, and usually 15 minutes for a puck drop. You do a goaltender matchup, you know, keys of the game, and you get right into it. And I I love it, dude. It, one of the cool things too, little funny story. This was last week. I don't remember which game it was. I'm trying to remember, but when the game ends. Later on, like right now, you'll have a train coming, going every six minutes, bang, to the city, right? It's it's pretty, uh, pretty. Uh, you got a lot of options. Post-game, depending on how late the game goes, you'll have like, you know, maybe a 10-15, a 10-22, you know, and a 10-31, and then you got to wait like an hour to 11-15, and you know what I'm saying? So I try to finish up and bang, go right down the station to go back to Jersey to get to my car. And the problem is sometimes, it's not a problem all the time. But it was a problem last week. And I'm going to oh, tell you why. Oh, you get on the train, it's packed. Standing room only. No movement at all. I'm sitting in the seats facing each other. I'm sitting there locked in. I have three strangers sitting by me. We're like this. I got my bag on my lap. I'm like, this isn't what I fucking signed up for. But whatever. We're cool. We'll, we'll, we'll suck it up. All of a sudden, it's a couple people on there that, you know, they're Ranger fans that are all going back to New Jersey. And then they start, like, talking. And this one guy. I'll tell you his name. His name's PJ. PJ was fucking smashed on the train. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and PJ, I know him because I did some rehab for my knee at this rehab facility. And PJ was my physical therapist there, right? And right. I, haven't seen guy, this, yeah. I haven't seen PJ in a year and a half. Know him very casually. Great guy when I did when I did PT with him. Dude's got a beard like this now on the train. All of a sudden, I'm sitting on the train, and all of a sudden, I hear, Ripper, like this i'm like <laughs> oh my god i'm like and i turn around and he goes he, he sees me wasted dude he's like pj it's pj and i'm like pj, PJ goes you remember from from the, the physical the physical therapy and there's this woman next to me that's sitting there and he's leaning over her seat to talk to me he's got his arm around her headrest and it's literally like sitting on her hair. It's pulling her hair. She's getting annoyed. I'm like, Pete, you're going to have to back up, dude. Like, you're kind of coming. Uh -huh. and, and it was like nonstop, dude. It was awful. So I, that kind of put a wrench in. Like, I wasn't – I'm not too thrilled with riding post game back to Jersey because, PJ, fuck, dude, you came in too hot, man. You're telling you came me. came in too hot. Too many, too many Bud Lights and I don't know. Whatever, dude. You're was, telling me public transportation stinks and it, you're not it, a friend. Is that what you're telling me? I loved it. I You're not going to sell me too hard on that one. When it's just boom, get in there, go up, bang, done. It's simple. I don't have to drive through the tunnel. I have to go through traffic. Just relax. But you get some of these pesky Ranger fans, dude, post game. Like, dude, chill the fuck out. You know what I mean? You're coming in too hot. Sign something for him. You're a good guy. You're a legend. Come on. Never even got to that dude. The dude just hollered <laughs> in my face. What's up, man? I'm like, hey, good to see you. Dude. Oh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so that's that's the schedule. Uh, you know, get to go in there. Big game tonight. Uh, it's a TNT. I feel like the Rangers got to win this one. Yeah, I mean, look, been... you look look at their schedule. Like, they ain't beating good teams. Yeah, they they're they're like any time they come up against right a good team, they're not they're not winning. They're kind of hit or miss right now. Like they look like world beaters at times, and then times they look kind of vulnerable. So I think this is a big one. Uh, this is a great know. test. This is a great yeah. test heading into the playoffs to see where you stand. Like you're gonna you're gonna get New Jersey at a good price to win that series. If which I, I love, I don't love picking this series, dude. Like if I I love New Jersey is, is a tough one for you. 
I don't. I don't know if New Jersey. I don't know if. I don't, honestly, I don't know if the Rangers can beat them in seven games. Ooh, the only way they man, can man. is if Vitek Vanacek is not lights out. If yeah. Igor Shosturkin is that much different than Vanacek, then that's where it's at. But it's talking about gameplay. You guys just saw it. We watched it last night against the Pens. This Devs team is no joke. Like they can, they can go and they can Fly. go quick. Well, Rupper, appreciate the breakdown. Appreciate the analysis. Good luck to you tonight. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a game. We'll be watching along. Uh, Gump will give us some updates, and uh, everybody in the chat's going to miss you when it's just me and uh, the bald, bearded uh, wonder over there just chopping uh, it up. So good luck. we'll send you on your way, man. We appreciate you. And uh, here we go, folks. We're yes. going live. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> uh, uh. We got you good, fuckers. We got you good. <laughs> you guys were chatting. You thought it was live. It wasn't. We recorded that earlier with Rups because Rups had to do the Rangers game, which is a banger right now. <laughs> fucking fucking balls bear turn around and the coin could be fucking to its grave by morning. Could <laughs> be the, the end. The fucking coin might be that might be its last. Good thing it got three flips in because it could be its last. <laughs> I don't appreciate how much you're enjoying what's happening to the coin tonight. The downfall of the coin, if you guys didn't see Hammer Down earlier, uh, the Rangers Bolts game was the game we picked to flip the coin for. Uh, we had everybody gathered, everyone was risen, everybody assembled. Uh, the away team is usually heads, the home team is usually tails. The coin was flipped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. Yeah, tails, tails showed up on the coin, but you know, a lot of people in the crowd and the raucous crowd were cheering for "Go Bolts, Go Bolts." Pac-Man says "Go Bolts." He kind of it may have subliminally <laughs> slipped into my mind, and now you know I see how Tony has done this in the past. Tony has made this mistake, so I mistakenly announced "Go Bolts" as the winner of the coin. It was not; it picked the Rangers. So then we had an unprecedented reflip. Which then, of course, gave us go bolts. Which then, of course, led us to the unprecedented, unprecedented rubber match flip. The third flip was, of course, for go bolts. So the point ultimately did choose go bolts in a best of three series. Uh, however, we feel like we may have messed with the mojo too much. Although I did say, and I stand by if, this, the Rangers if, might be too much too early. Three one bolts could bolts could have a comeback here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the Bolts scoring before the period. They should have went into the locker room, regrouped, then score after. We've seen a lot of comebacks this year. Very similar though. You get up big early, and then a massive comeback happens. Jets are up one nothing on Calgary too. If is that's, this the end? If Calgary loses, are they cooked? Or are they still fighting? That's the only way it could be. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be very hard for Calgary if they lose tonight. They're they're gonna want to win this game. They need to win this game. If they lose, I don't think it's mathematically impossible, but We'll say it's practically. We'll say it's virtually impossible. If there, if there's an option to bet on the Jets to get swept, sign me up, dude. What's what's your problem with Winnipeg? This team's so dead, dude. They Come were on, so Bones. good love this Bones. year. I love Bones. They're giving up on Bones. You hear what he's saying? They were unbelievable this year, and like they've been bad for like months, dude. Months. I don't understand what happened in Calgary. I can see the Jets. Like, I can see them taking a step back this year like they have when you look at their roster. Calgary, like, 
I liked the moves that they you know made what it, with Uyghur you know and Huberdo and Kadri. But we're hey, I to that I guess Kachuk, we're seeing man. I guess we're seeing it with Kachuk down in Florida right Kachuk, now. Kachuk wanted Kachuk wanted to leave Calgary. Huberto didn't want to leave Florida. He wanted to be paid. Those were yeah. two different situations. And I think that's what you're seeing. Like you're you're seeing why Calgary wanted to keep Kachuk, and you're seeing why the Panthers didn't want to pay Huberto. Like that that yeah, is a that's a bad trade. Good young squad, good young team, fucking beautiful off seasons there. It's it's Florida. Like he could go out, not be bothered. He, I bet he goes out in Calgary. People know. People know Huberto. He's going out in Florida. I don't think anyone has a clue who he is. And I don't mean Audrey that as an insult. Is. It's a that's a nice piece of life for him. That's a nice little escape from the fame and escape from the game. Caudry, too. I mean, he was unbelievable for Colorado last year. I don't think they win the cup without him. And now it's, I don't know, man. It's weird. You know what else is unbelievable? American Dream Nut Butter. And you know what this uh-huh. flavor is, Gump? That's Dunk a Spoon. It's like Dunk a Rose. Dunk a Spoon. <laughs> this, this is the cashew butter they've got. Almond butter, peanut butter, cashew butter. Shout out American Dream Nut Butter, our sponsor for this episode. Uh, where's my little, where's my copy here? High protein, low carb, low sugar. Transform it. It'll turn your body into a lean, mean fighting machine. I'm getting married in like a week and a half. Is that it? This stuff's been a lifesaver. This stuff's been oh, a lifesaver. Okay. No more, no more desserts, no more junk for me, Gums. It's all American Dream Nut Butter. Shout out to them. There's a link in the description to this YouTube right there. You click that link, you get 10% off. We appreciate them. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Are you coming Are you coming to my wedding or are you going to be stuck in uh, the Great White North? We're close, but I don't think we're that close. Feels like the Penguins. We talked about the Pens earlier. Let's not get back into that. Uh it, Patty Maroon went at it a little bit there. Just had a nice little, nice little scrap. wasn't much wasn't much to write home about, but a little frustration bowling over trying to get something going for the boys. What'd you think? The Bolts. I'm curious to see how that. I think the Leafs actually, if there was ever a year they had a chance to get the Bolts, it has to be this. Year, what right? happened to you? But then You're Matt Murray's, on the Leafs Matt Murray's now. done. You're talking about the good, how good the Leafs have been. You're saying this might be their year. What <laughs> happened? It's not their year. I'm just saying if there was if there was a year where they had a chance to beat Tampa Bay, it would be this year. But I mean, what in a big shocking development, Matt Murray cannot stay on the fucking ice. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why wh- all the moves that guy has made, why 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 that? What do you mean? Like you knew you needed a goalie. You've traded for everybody else in the fucking world. Like, just get a goalie, man. Okay, well, I said I wasn't going to talk about the Pens, but one more thing, because this ties into Pittsburgh. Not that Matt Murray was from Pittsburgh. It's just the fact that, like, some teams, some GMs, some organizations do this. Like, you know what you need to fix, right? You know what your flaws are going into the season. And when you don't do anything to address them, it's hard to find sympathy for them. So I I feel that where you're kind of like, we knew going into the season, Jari – and DeSmith had the issues with staying healthy and consistency, and Hextall did nothing to address them. Toronto at least went out and changed things up. They bring in Samsonov. They bring in Matt Murray. Samsonov yes, Matt- has Samsonov has played well. I just think you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, man, like this guy's done a lot this year. I don't know if he's yeah. going to do it. I think when playoffs. you look at it, it was a factor of – 
they didn't have to give up a ton to get either one of those guys. Samsonov didn't cost a ton, and Murray obviously was on the outs with Ottawa, so they were looking to offload that contract. So here's Dubas who can go, okay, I brought in two goalies. I've kind of reformed the bottom six of this team. We're going to play – we're still going to play – high-powered offense, we got the guys, we got the horses, but we're going to be a little bit more responsible. They've got that good decor now. And, I mean, look, it's got them in a position, right? We don't know. Yeah. We said it all year. Like, nothing matters with this team until the playoffs start and they either win around or they don't. But I like that they at least did something. It may not have been what everyone wanted it to be. And, like you mentioned, why Matt Murray? I got to respect them for making a move. Murray's got the pedigree. He's been there before. He's done it before. You know, it didn't work out in Ottawa, but they didn't have the team in front of him. Here you have a team in front of him. Had a pretty good season, all things considered. And then, of course, the untimely injury. So we'll see. We'll see. We, well, we look at the few more games, and then we're going to find out if if Matt Murray was a worthwhile investment or not. Look at the Oilers, though. Like, you're paying Jack Campbell now for how long to be a backup. He stinks. Yeah. He fucking – he's not even a good backup at this point, and that's the, And look, I mean, who's to say – But they had they had to. Like, if they did, I'd be sitting here like Mike Smith. <laughs> yeah, know? right? After what, after what Mike Smith did in the playoffs last year, the Oilers had no choice but to get a goal. They had to. <laughs> That was Man, electric, I miss Mike dude. Smith. Like talking to yeah. Now that we're talking about the, how electric the playoffs are, Mike Smith, fucking hats off, man. The shit he did last year was. Remember, he was out at center that one game. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. He got Fly. pulled after. He got pulled after like two minutes. He let in five. Go oh man, what a fucking. Oh. Here's okay. So here's the thing. Jack Campbell does what he does with the Leafs last year. If they keep him, if they bring him back, what imagine if they sign? Let's say take, maybe he takes a little bit less to stay in Toronto. He signs a a five year, yeah. four million or four and a half per per year. Like, do you think he's doing what Samsonov and Murray are doing? Maybe not Samsonov, no. but maybe not. Maybe he's doing what Jack Campbell's doing this year, and then you're stuck with a guy, and you're in a real situation. So I don't, I don't know. I like I said, I respect them and the effort that they put into at least turn over that position and try something new. And I know it's been an ongoing thing. Like they haven't had a guy since freaking Curtis Joseph, who allegedly may or may not have nah, been the e-bug the other night. That fucking guy, that guy reported, that's full of shit, man. Yeah. Right. You saw you saw that, man. There was, what the fuck? Cujo's a, that was the most blasphemous story I've ever heard. That'd be like saying fucking Eddie the Eagles just laying around in Dallas waiting <laughs> as an e-bug for the start. Cujo was just sitting around waiting to fucking be an e-fucking Just waiting. Had his, had his well, gear at the arena. Just waiting. Hey, it's not a terrible. In 10 years, dude. It's not a terrible idea, though. <laughs> if you're a uh, if you're a hockey player, you're an old goalie, stud or not, to go be an e-bug for a team. That might be fun once in a while. You get to go watch the game for free, hang out. And maybe you get that. Maybe you get to stop a few pucks. Maybe you get a little action. Cujo was unbelievable for the Leafs, though. Cujo, and then Felix Potman, of course. You know, Potman. we're going back here a little bit, but Potman went to the Cougars after that too. Like, wouldn't you like to see fucking Dan Cluche 
being the e-bug so, for the Cougars. Hey, the city of Vancouver has still not forgiven Cloutier for letting in that slap exactly. from center ice. But I'm that thinking was, about they, they almost they almost tore down the city again when that happened. Yeah, that, that was, was all time. They were rolling that game, dude. That completely changed the series. That was oh, I was in high school when that happened, dude. Oh, uh, guy let it in from the parking lot. I mean, I'm just thinking about slapper. I'm thinking about Kenny Raggett, you know, sitting down there at uh, the paint can, sitting the sitting in the crowd, getting ready to go as the e bug potentially. You know, you, you get some fan favorites back and little uh, at the intermission, give a little wave to the crowd on jumbotron and everything. I think I think this fake. Conjured up report about Cujo <laughs> could have spawned and spurred a great idea. I'm, Mike Smith I'm would really, still be doing it. You could have Mike Smith in Edmonton right now, ready to go. Mike's, I would take Mike Smith behind Stu Skin right now for a playoff run. Who would? There's a lot of there's a lot of question marks on these goalies going into the playoffs, though. Okay, so who who do you 100 believe in goaltender wise in a playoff spot right now? Uh, so you, Rangers are good. Starkin, yep. Lightning are good. Vasilevsky, yep. Bruins are good. Olmark. Um, Otter, obviously. Otter, obviously. Obviously. Uh, Colorado, who knows? Georgiev? Do you? 100%, do you 100% believe in Georgiev? I didn't believe in Darcy Kemper either, but they won a fucking cup with I, him. Yeah, I agree. I'm not, he listen, didn't even play. Sound... Who, what was the other the backup played? Fuck, the backup won like four games in a row in the playoffs. Francis Kemper got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's gonna sound blasphemous after the season he's had. I don't 100 believe in Olmark. Like, we got to get to the playoffs and we got to see. Now, I think Boston is good enough all around that if he were to falter at all, uh, they'd be okay. And they got your boy Swayman. I mean, you're always going to have to ask the question about Vegas. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's that's you. Like, this is, I'm I'm asking you 100 believe in 100 percent believe. I there's only one guy I 100 percent believe in, and that's Vasilevsky. Holy fuck, Otter, dude! I give Otter. Otter's Otter saved 100 shots in Game Seven against Calgary. Last I'll give year. Otter. I'll give Otter an 89 percent. I'll give Shesterkin a 92%. There's only one person I 100% believe in, goaltender-wise, in a playoff spot right now, and that is Vasilevsky. I worry about Bob if the Panthers get in. Yep, naturally. Uh, whoever's going for the Kraken, Grubworm or whoever else. I, what are we doing? <laughs> Martin Jones, right? Uh, like It's not like, you know, like he had that one. I, I think – I think Stu Skin will be fine. I do. I think he will be. I think he'll be good. Like uh, I'm not saying 100 percent believe. I think yeah. he'll be Kings. Kings. You could ask the question. Yeah, and you have to ask on this. Copley's had an unbelievable year, but like, can he be the guy on a playoff run? Uh, he touched on this earlier with the Wild man. One one of those goalies gets yanked when they're named the number one. It's a fucking mess. It happened last year. Hey, watch out for Flower. Flower does some wild things come playoff time. Uh, How, what happened to the standings here? How come stars are lined up with the wild? What's that about? I'll tell you who <laughs> else I believe highly in. I don't know about the team in front of them, but I am a big fan of Sorokin of the Islanders. Oh, yeah. He's been unbelievable. Like He's year. he's otter level just below Shesterkin to me. 
like 89, 90% in my mind. I'm like, if I got that guy, I'm feeling really good about the chances of him stealing a game or two in a series. You think, do you think the Panthers can give the Hurricanes a series if that's what it is? Who are the Hurricanes going to play in goal? Ronta, Anderson, Coochie, all good options. I think they could give them a series, eh, a six-gamer, sure. I don't think it goes to seven. Maybe six, maybe five. What do the Islanders go with the Bruins? Five? Whoa. I, well, or if the Guinos get in. Hey, yeah. if you got I'm just going <laughs> off what I'm seeing. I'm just going off the playoff. No, I get it. I get right it. Um, that is tough. I don't give anyone more just, than just, a 20% chance against Boston in the first round. Any one of those three teams, Florida, Pittsburgh, or the Islanders. Do you? How could you? No, there's no way. We talked about it before. Like how many, how many games the Bruins lost all year, and now you're gonna now you got to beat them four out of seven. I think the Islanders would give them the toughest challenge. Yeah, because they'll play that fucking hockey where if they get a lead, they'll they'll fucking tighten it up. Yeah, Kachuk. For and they Florida. got the best go- they got that they got the best goalie out of the three as much as you know Jari yes, can be good exactly just, you don't you don't know that's like, what I mean they have what you're they have get. a good they have a solid defensive core they have that uh, the pool lock and pellich and they've got enough firepower they don't have a ton but they've got enough to where they can make it interesting and Sorokin could maybe steal some games uh Pittsburgh I wouldn't trust the goaltending like you, you always say you never want to count out Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and you don't. I think they could make it an interesting series. Maybe push it seven. Maybe get lucky. Uh, Florida, unless Bob is dropping acid and out of his mind, and you have Kachuk as the X factor, like Kachuk could go nuclear, like he kind of has the past couple weeks. If he could stay that way, maybe. But I think Boston just got too much, too many horses up yeah. front. The, the Devils Ra- I mean the Devils Rangers series is the one that it's she's uh I'm I'm with you and I think you know people are gonna call us biased and say we're just hating on the Rangers I I think I think the Devils can beat them in a seven game series especially if well the Devils will the Devils love home ice so it's not like they're you know battling in the confines of MSG the whole time. Um, I think the Devils could do that. Yeah. And then you look at the West. Well, actually, okay, hold on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's just go through the whole thing. Toronto and Tampa, like you said, I'm with you. I think I think Toronto can do it if they got the goaltenders figured out. With Riley back, too? Like, I just, yeah. I don't know. He's and coming back. Let's come back, what, tomorrow, my- maybe? Yeah, rally, like as much as I, as much as I love Tampa, it's just I don't know. It just feels like this is the year that if the Leafs were going to get them, and I never thought I would say that that this this would be the year. Like they've, um, here's my thing. I'll say that, but then if Tampa comes back and win this game tonight, I'm right back in the other way. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? I'm like fuck. I can't. I haven't we've talked about it all year. There's no one outside of Boston who's given you like that um one hundred percent confident feeling that they're gonna get it done. I can't 
I like Vegas in the West. They have question marks. I like Texas hockey. They have question marks. Boston, outside of Olmark not going on a massive playoff run, I don't. They don't really have any question marks. Yeah, that is true. Vegas, Vegas. I just don't know how Vegas gets there. I don't know. I don't know if Quick has it. I don't know. I just feel like when you get to the playoffs, it's I don't know. They just can't figure it out. But the, Ladies the and West, gentlemen, we have a very special treat. Sorry for cutting you off, Gums, but this is a massive announcement. Breaking news on that talkie talk. Uh, joining us, our esteemed guest, uh, host. Boss friend, ladies and gentlemen, Pat McAfee, the hockey aficionado, <laughs> has joined us. How are you, Pat? Boys, just turn on the program. You know, the wife and I got to sit down here in the living room after a nice afternoon, evening. Turn on the program. Heard a lot of negativity about the Pittsburgh Penguins coming oh, yeah. out of your suckle, <laughs> Nick. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to go around. <laughs> Don't love it. Okay, Gumpy. Love your voice. You look amazing, Nick. Obviously, love that we're getting into hockey season. You know, yep. playoffs right are about to start. Here we go. This is the time we enjoy hockey. You were seemingly telling me that I need to hate everything that's about to happen because just like in the COVID dome up there in Canada, the Pens are about to just get fucking swept out of hockey season. Now, the Red Wings didn't get invited to that, so we can never – Ever forget that. They weren't even invited to the tournament, okay? So, like, the NHL said, we're going to have a tournament. The Red Wings weren't even invited. So, they need to remember that whenever Foxy starts popping off. Yeah, we'll always have that. We've lost in the first round every single year since, it seems like. And uh, Well, the good news is, Pat, we might not even make it to the first round this year. So, can't lose if you don't get there. We're not. We're we're the Red Wings. What happened? What a- As of right now, the Penguins are not in a playoff scene. spot. There's Bad four games scene, left. Dude. They're a point behind. It's a three-team it's race between the Islanders, Florida, and Pittsburgh, and it's not looking good. Florida was number one seed last year. What happened to them? They suck. Yeah, they took a step back. They they kind of reconfigured their roster a little bit. Went a different approach. Um, hasn't worked out as well. But hey, if they get in, who can argue? Well, they're not going to get in because the Pens are going to get in. There's only one spot. So, boom. Sorry about it. How did we end up at this spot? Don't we still have Malkin? Yep. Tanger just played his thousandth game. I saw a Tanger Day. Yeah. Tanger Day. Yep. And then Crosby. Crosby's still playing, right? Greatest player of all time. Yeah. Th- so, this is the fucked up part. It's all three of those guys are having incredible seasons. It's the rest of the team that has been an absolute Here bag we of bones. Go. Show Jari, dude. It's always been Jari. Jari's always been the issue. He can't stay healthy. We do this every year. He literally cannot stay healthy. It kills the team every year. We just chose not to keep math in time because math had one miserable year where he could not see the puck. And then the expansion draft comes. And boom, we lose an all-star to a brand new fucking team in Vegas. He becomes their best player. All of a sudden, guess who can see the puck again? Math. If we had math, we would probably be winners at least one or two more times since he left our squad. But instead, what was Louis's name last year? The big dick Domingue. Louis Domingue. legend. He almost did it, dude. He tried to put the team on his We need back. the fucking um, – we need the um, – 
the janitor from Montreal. The fuck, what was his name? <laughs> e- the e bug. <laughs> yeah. What would, the, Pat, what, what would the city of Pittsburgh done for Louis Domingue if he wins that one round, one round of a playoff series? This fucking Domingue would be the king of every. Could you imagine him walking through the South Side? I don't know what it's like anymore. So we'll just say walking through the casino. bullets. Yeah, I guess, but he would have been king, King Domingue. I mean, that would have been a hell of a thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have another surprise tonight. Massive breaking uh, news on that's uh, hockey talk. We have a Boston Stooge. Who cares about Louis Domingue? It's a fan of Who cares? Why are we talking about the Penguins? They suck. We should be talking about the greatest team in the history of the NHL, the Boston Bruins. Sorry about Big Dick Domingue. That was a fun little run. Yeah, sure. Get the janitor from Montreal. That would be cool, too. But will it matter? No, because the Boston Bruins are about to set the record for all-time wins in a season. I mean, boys, first of all, you don't have to thank me, okay? Although I accept your condolences, I I do appreciate the love. But in the end, it won't matter. It won't matter what any of us say, because I will be right. And you guys will have to just sit there and soak it in. The greatness is back in Boston, courtesy of fucking Louis Allmark, fucking Homper, Lindholz Homper, and, you know, all the other amazing players <laughs> like Pasta <laughs> that you guys want. Fucking Lindholz. Yeah, Lindholz, the Hamper. Hopper. You don't even know the team. <laughs> Me? I watch more hockey. I watch more hockey. I mean, hold on. Now that I'm saying it out loud, yeah, maybe I do deserve some credit for all 63 coming up wins that we're going to have because I've watched more hockey this year than I ever have. I mean, shit, I was the one on Saturday who, you know, said, hey, why don't we just turn on the Bruins-Penguins? Let's just see what happens. Bruins Bruins arresting half their team. They got their backup goalie in there. But what does Pasta do? Pasta says, look, I just signed a $90 million deal to stay in Boston for the rest of my life. So I'm not going to let the guys down. I know Pittsburgh, they're falling off. I know it really doesn't matter if we win or lose against them. So, you know, maybe I'll score three goals and then going into the third period, what do you say? Ah, I'll score three goals. It's Boston time. Boom. In Pittsburgh. In In Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's a heartbreaker, Nick. What the fuck happened to us? They got old. They got slow. Ron Hextall. Ron Hextall happened, dude. Yeah. Good run. Hextall might be the worst GM of all time, dude. Ronnie Hex. <laughs> He's brutal. Traded for like a bunch of old farts at the trade deadline, man. Brought back Benino from 2010. That's 35 years old. What are we doing? Oh, Connor, <laughs> big bummer for you guys, huh? You need the Penguins to get in so they play the Bruins in yes. the first round is what yes. we need. I agree. That's what we need. I Connor agree. does not want that. No way. I personally would like to play the team from the state that doesn't have any hockey rinks in it, Florida, and that's who we would play. But if it came down to it, I would rather beat the Penguins because for you guys, it would be much easier to get over like Sydney and Malkin and Latane being done, just being completely washed, being garbage cans at this point. It would be much easier for you guys to get over See, that. See, this era. is the They're not. They had great fucking seasons. It was unbelievable. The rest of the team just fucking sandbagged them. Shohei Otani, Mike yeah. Trout, Connor. You would yes. never get well, it. 
no, no. They, hey, look, don't do that to Malkin and Crosby. Shohei Otani and Mike Trout are never going to win a goddamn thing. Crosby and Malkin you are know, they, champions. They, just they, like yeah, they're Tanger. champions. Just like Tanger. They still are. Okay? Yes. And they and always will. supposed be. to have pasta. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Pasta actually said, uh, I know they want me down in Pittsburgh, but I would never play for a city that could only win, you know, two championships, three championships. And I need to play for a city that can hold all four of the crowns, which eventually, I mean, people are saying this might be the year where Bruins, obviously, they'll, they'll start it off. Boom. They'll win the Stanley Cup. Lordo will come home to an original six team where Lordo should be. And then who, who knows the Celtics? You know, hold on, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. <laughs> just Here lost to the just lost to the Sixers last year. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Just we're lost. missing missing two of our starting five. That's forty percent of our team if we're just doing quick yeah. math. What, so. what comes next? What championship would be next? Yeah. Then, How about winning the Pittsburgh Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Boat no. race. The Boston Red Sox. No, no. It's early in the season. Swept by the Buccos. We're dude. still we're still figuring out what we want, where we want to hit the ball. We're still figuring out. Who's gonna hit the homers? We're we're gonna Who's be stinks? just fine. No, no. I mean, we sure we have to score eight runs to win. I mean, that that's a problem in baseball. You need pitching. You but lost to the Pirates, dude. You lost to the Pirates multiple times. Three times straight. Couldn't beat them. Beat get beat one day. All right, let's go to bed. Let's not lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates ever again. They're not a real baseball team. Then yeah. bang next day. Bang next day. Yeah. Three straight. Pirates yeah. said, "Get over here." To your entire city. Yeah, soak it up. Soak up this, what is it, April? Soak up this April baseball win weekend for you. Because, man, we're going to be talking about it for a long time. Because this is all you're going to have to hold on to. Especially when Lordo comes home. Because everyone's going to say, oh, you don't want to win the President's Trophy. This is a curse. Guess what great teams do? They break curses. And you're not just looking at a great team. You're looking at possibly the greatest team in the history of the NHL. I'm not talking about the last 10 years, 20 years. I'm talking about the greatest team ever. Okay. Hey, two more tough games coming up. And trying to get that record. The Leafs, the Devils, Leafs. and the Flyers, they fucking stink. And yep. the Caps, they fucking stunk this year. And then Montreal, they fucking stunk. What are you going to so, win? Five, four? Three. Three out of five. Yeah. Pretty good shot of tying it. Pretty good three shot of tying it? Three beats it, two ties it. So they just got to win three out of five? Yes. And they're, what are they, 60 and 11? I mean, just ratio-wise, we should do that. Pat, this is the question. This is the question you guys face on the Colts. Do you chase history or do you arrest your guys? Go for it. You, hockey has so much hockey to be played anyways. Like, if these guys are tired now, well, you got no shot. Whenever it's quadruple overtime or whatever the fuck happens, yeah, guys have been skating for four hours, and then they got to go play two days later. It's like hockey's a miserable cardio sport to begin with. So let's go get it. You know what I mean? I think every player wants to go get it. Absolutely. Good news too is uh, since we played the Penguins, we rested half of our team. I wasn't just saying that. Bergey hasn't played in a couple of days. He's, I mean, he signed a one-year deal, so this could, to your point. Older guy, possibly last year. Let's go win three of these five. All right. One guy didn't play. You didn't rest. If Guinos win win tomorrow night, they should win out. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But 
they're going up against Math tomorrow night. Ooh, <laughs> you know, Math, Math, Math could yeah. be the one to fucking. Like I said, Pat Hammer and fucking Math to have a shutout tomorrow night. <laughs> Feels like right. where's that at? Maybe he'll maybe he'll put one in for old time's sake in Pittsburgh. I didn't make that deal with him this year, right? No, no, that deal's <laughs> off. Okay, good. Where's he playing? Chicago, Minnesota, Minnesota. Jeez, oh, it's that he hasn't played with. Yeah, Billy G went out and got him. Bill Guerin? Yeah. So you got that, and then you go at Red Wings, home to Blackhawks, at Blue Jackets. You should be able – you got to win out. Blue Jackets still in the NHL? That's cool. (laughs) They got got Johnny Hockey, dude. Yeah, the good news is the Blue Jackets are actively trying to lose to get a number one draft pick and a shot at Connor Bedard, who is the next guy. He is as legit as they come. Canadian. Very Canadian. What the hell? Pride and joy. Vancouver boy. Who do we got? Who who's the guy for us? We, do we have a McDavid? Is there someone? DJ Yoshi. Austin Matthews. Oh, sorry. Okay. Matthews is the one. That's a big win. He, but yeah. the problem is he's in a Canadian market. And he's best friends with Justin Bieber. They've already basically uh, stolen him. We got to get him back out of there. We got to no, get him. That's good because we stole Sid, remember? That's fair. Yeah, but we stole then, Sid. In the Olympics. Yeah. Exactly. Sid, Sid Bang. Nice so we got to hope that Austin at some point here shows up for America and we can say, hey, you fucking stole our guy. But whenever there was a medal on the line, he was with us. So that's our guy. Where's he out of? Minnesota? He's from, funny enough, Arizona. Awesome. So this is, this is what we need to do, Pat. You need to keep <clears throat> taking this fucking uh, rocket ship that you're on. Keep fucking – Blasting through the atmosphere, gather up all the money we can find, go buy the Arizona Coyotes, yes. bring Austin Matthews home, have a nice American lad restore yeah. hockey to the great state of Arizona. Oh, yeah, we'll sell it every single night. Wait till you see Connor will wrestle a bear. In yeah, we'll make, first. <laughs> make it like the Savannah Bananas. A live bear. And Motorina. the, uh, the uh, Tropics. The Flint, uh, the Flint Tropics. Flint Tropics, yeah. Flint. I couldn't think of the city. Shout out to Flint, by the way. We hope everybody's okay. But yeah, Flint Tropics meet the Savannah Bananas. Boom, boom. Sure. With ice. Oh my God. See at the top. <laughs> what is the red panda for ice? You know what I mean? Like. Oh, that's a good question. Um, would you just know, be like an something? Olympic gymnast that comes out and does a quadruple? Ollie or whatever. Yeah, maybe we get someone like breakdancing on top of a Zamboni. Maybe, maybe Tanya, Tanya Harding out there. That'd be cool for old time's sake. What if we had like <laughs> and Nancy Kerrigan duo? So what, <laughs> what if we had? So you know, like the lumberjack games back in the day, where people would like run uh, on uh, trees. Yes, and like hack down like you know log. Like you get it. Like the yeah. whole thing that they used to do for lumberjack games. What if we had Tanya Harding come out and she had a thing? Her and Galuli. And we had like a lumber, like an obstacle course where they had to fucking break things with a steel rod, you know, and just kind of that's the first intermission. Then and the then we bring, one. well, we bring all the little kids down too and we let them get a commemorative steel rod and they get oh, to yeah. practice as well. Yeah, because we are for the kids. And then, Maybe the second intermission, we have Nancy Kerrigan do a speed skating thing, and Tanya, big heel, ah, you know, so now all those kids that got their things are all booing Tanya. Yep. 
to full work. Now we're doing it. And then in between the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan on ice thing. Apollo got, Anton Ono. Boom. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he's he's probably dropping the first puck every time. And he's doing the – he's weaving through every person on the ice. Yeah. Before he drops the puck. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> and then, and then once the puck drops, puck drops, Austin Matthews, just fucking take it away. Go ahead. Do your thing, kid. Go ahead, son. And then Apollo Antonono can just skate around. <laughs> dang, the whole dang, game. Dang, 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 dang. <laughs> he, he never on the ice. How about him racing? How about him racing his Perfect. All right. You're right, Nick. That was oh, a good idea. It's all figured out. And we can have him come down like out. sting. <laughs> drop in and then just fly around the ice. I did you guys see I see like laser show, obviously. Oh yeah. But one person with a spotlight trying to keep up with Apollo. You know, like it Probably Zito. Probably Zito. Yeah. Yeah, and then when they lose them, when they lose them, there's like a oh, 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 oh. Zito will find him. Yes. Oh, we we that. I'll clip this. We're going to need to remember this. How much fun yeah, would yeah, it be an NHL bad. owner? I saw a report on Twitter that Houston's trying to get him. Is that real? Houston? Apollo trying to get the Coyotes? Uh, that was April Fool's, lad. Uh, I mean, Houston, yeah. they definitely would like to put a team in Houston. And Houston would probably like to take the Coyotes. No, but that's fucking I, Texas. Gary, hockey, Gary, lad, that's dude. Gary's baby. He won't room let for him go. One. Good. Yeah, Batman has done a lot to keep that Coyotes franchise alive. Any other franchise would be dead. How much is that thing, you think? $650 million, $700 million? Yeah, around there. And then, the Yotes? Yeah. yeah. That much? Really? A couple bags of bucks. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe they give you a friendly. You know, they're playing. They're guy. playing in Mullet Arena with five thousand people right now, man. Hold on. So, and then how much is the salary cap? Oh, it's like a hundred. It's cheap. Yeah, it ain't much. I thought it was like ninety or a hundred. Let's see. That's what you probably need. What a billion dollars fluid there. Eighty. 87. 87 is the salary cap. So if you're able to get it for 600 or 700, that's you need probably what at least four years of that. Mm-hmm. Plus all the others, you're gonna need one and a half bill, probably 1.5 billion to be able to be comfortable out there. Yeah, a couple somebody, of loans. Should, somebody could afford that for get sure. A good team or a good coach. You could have Rupper and Nick and Gumpy coach the team. You talk about me, so we have nowhere near the access to that money. <laughs> Like we would have to really shake some good hands. <laughs> Rupper behind the bed. But like, I don't know why. That's Did not AQ a lot of would money. be the strength coach. It's so it's so weird because they talk about the Coyotes all the time, and they're in Mullet Arena. And then it came out last week that there was like a bidding war on where the stadium was going to be, and it's like 
I thought nobody wanted this team, and now there's a bidding war for where the stadium's going to be. It makes no sense. Everything's a work, dude. Who knows what's real and what isn't real? You know, that's that city's awesome. Sweet. I oh, yeah. If you have anything that, like, just something for people to go do, like, if you make it, like, a cool thing to do, I think people would want to do it. Hey, where was the basketball arena? Was that downtown Phoenix? Well, it's actually funny you say that. New Mexico. Yeah, I know. It was, I know it was a long <laughs> ass ride to get there. The Dude, we drove so far ago. It was a long ride. It made me. Th- I was like, "Are we going to Glendale? Because that's where the football stadium is." I'm like, Are "I think we going- it's downtown." Okay, but yeah. we were told 20 minutes, and it was not. And we were all pretty boozed up with quick bladders, like you know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when that thing starts reaching 45 hour hour 15, it's like. We were lied to, you know. Hour fifteen, at least. It was decent. Is that Walt? That was. That was a. That was a loud, mighty bark from Big Walt. Big Walt. Hell yeah! Big Big Walt. Upper, uh, how good he looked without his beard, and that he should shave everything. <laughs> Dude. Where is Dude, you did you did you ever did you ever see the picture where he just had the the beard without the mustache? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the Amish rub. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was incredible, dude. He was well, with us earlier. Jeremiah Rupper. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he? Where is he? Where he was with us earlier. He's calling the Rangers game on the uh, radio tonight. Oh, really? The Rangers and the Bolts. Yeah, yeah. Heard a, a lot about that matchup for the coin. Big matchup for the court. Stumpy, game. Stumpy, what do you got going on on your show over there, Hammer Down? What type of fuckery is going on? Hey, once it comes to the coin, that's out of my hands, my friend. That's uh... pointing the finger, Gumpsh. This is not the first time the coin has uh, predicted <laughs> the a bolts, result. If the bolts the, win, the we're fine. Name was announced. Rota, if the bolts win, we're fine. But it's four. It's four three. Tampa just scored, so we're back in it. If the coin wins, all good. But Nick, you kind of got like bullied into, you know, kind of got bullied. The, the triple flip, the triple flip, I did not see coming. The triple flip. I mean, he was right. We couldn't do just two. What it was one one. We had to. <laughs> How about Bruce in the back? Did you see Bruce? He took his headset off. He was pissed. He was. What are we doing? I mean, I wasn't happy either. I, I, I left the coin down there, reading the wrong result. I felt like who was that guy at the award show? Steve Harvey. Yeah, felt like. Like Steve Harvey up there. People coming up to accept their award, like, no, nah, sorry, can't. I actually meant to say, y'all lost. Yeah. <laughs> Pac-Man well, didn't even dang. know the sport that was being talked about. Pac-Man just said, go, go Bolts. Got a big pop on him. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's your favorite team? And he literally just heard Foxy <laughs> say, go Bolts. So you see his brain go, what did he just say? Uh, go boats, go oh, boats. Boats. <laughs> he thought it was the fucking charges. Yeah, that was awesome. Charges. I was trying to cut that clip, but I couldn't. It was it, the whole thing was like six minutes long. It wasn't was really chaos. Oh yeah, I tried to trim it down. I was like, this thing's like six minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> no shot. All right, I'm out of here. The Pens are going to win the cup. I think we're all out of here, pal. We appreciate you stopping by. Thank you greatly. Uh, fan of best team of all time. Thank you as well. And, uh, that, was the, that might be the greatest name of all time. I was thinking the complete opposite, though. <laughs> Anytime. Fan of best team of all time. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
We'll see you in the Stanley Cup. You gosh darn right. Great show, boys. Hey, thanks, pal. And don't forget, you can never go broke betting on the Bruins. See you guys later. Gump, I think it's only right we sail off into the sunset as well. Watch the rest of this Rangers Bolts game in four three. Calgary tied it too. We gotta and I pray mean, like if, hell for the coin If Cal if Calgary Cal fucking can win this game against the Jets tonight on a back to back after losing to the Blackhawks, that's your your Jets could be in a bad spot, pal. <laughs> They're already in a bad spot, pal. We were just counting on Calgary being in a worse spot tonight. We'll see what happens. It can't be any worse. I got my clock clean last night. Uh, we're playing with house money tonight. And by house money, I mean no money because I lost it all last night. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. Shout out to our sponsor, American Dream Nut Butter. Uh, shout out to Rupper for joining us earlier so we could get some, some good hockey talk in there. Shout out to the hockey aficionado, Pat McAfee, for joining us and bringing some juice. Shout out to... Boston Connor for big fan, big fan, being a big fat stooge. Uh, Gumps, we miss you. Hope to see you soon, man. Shout out to everybody in chat for rocking us. We appreciate you. And that's hockey talk.